0: This is Agri-Pulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, November 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Wildfire aid for farm workers. Ag labor bill supporters look for GOP boost. And positive signs on China talks. State sends aid to farm workers hit by wildfires and outages. The California Employment Department yesterday awarded $800,000 of emergency assistance to a nonprofit group to help farm workers impacted by recent wildfires and power shortages. The group, La Carpetiva Capacina de California, is targeting its outreach to 5,000 farm workers dislocated by the Kincaid Fire in Sonoma County. The grant will enable them to get back to work in locally in-demand industries, according to the department director, Patrick Henning. $7 million goes to nutrition credits for farmers' markets. The U.S. Department of Agriculture awarding $7.2 million grant to CDFA yesterday to fund its nutrition incentives for farmers markets along with other small retailers. The CDFA program works through CalFresh, California's version of a food stamp program and offers incentives to purchase locally grown fruits and vegetables. With this grant, the program will match every CalFresh dollar spent CDFA Secretary Karen Ross said she was honored to have CDFA awarded the grant for the second time to help continue this good work. On that note, USDA is also seeking to fill seats on its Fruit and Vegetable Industry Advisory Committee. Current members from California represent dried plums, organic vegetables, potatoes, food distributors, and a diversified farm. State committee highlights blockchain technology and food safety. A working group tasked with assessing the risk and benefits of blockchain technology is looking for low-hanging fruit to develop into a pilot project for the state. Yesterday, the group announced it has identified key themes for its upcoming report to the legislature. Among them is to support current efforts in supply chain management for agriculture, particularly with organic certification and labeling. This is a good opportunity for California, given the importance of agriculture, the group reported in its summary of stakeholder interviews. It cites a blockchain project by Walmart and IBM to trace leafy greens from growers to distributors to retailers. The group suggests that technology has potential for the wine and cannabis industries as well. It also acknowledges that the sheer magnitude for implementation of a system to track contamination may be too ambitious for an early-stage pilot. What is it? Well, blockchain is a way to securely and instantly share specific data among a number of stakeholders. CARB looks to Coachella Valley for the next air quality project. Staff from the Air Resources Board, or CARB, are recommending the eastern Coachella Valley for the next site in an ambitious environmental justice program established by AB617. A CARB report released last week says the disadvantaged communities here suffer from a high cumulative exposure burden. This comes from construction and dusty roads, as well as pesticide application and agriculture burning, according to the staff. The report notes that 27 percent of the land here is agricultural. If the board approves the recommendation, the incentives-based program would also complement existing efforts to tackle the unhealthy dust emanating from the receding Salton Sea. The report is also recommending urban communities in Stockton and Los Angeles. And remind me, well, the state is expanding on targeted emission reduction programs in Shafter and Fresno. As a part of this, CARB is investing $50 million annually on a broad range of incentives, which include low-dust almond harvesters and electric irrigation pumps. Ag labor bill set to move. The House Judiciary Committee has scheduled debate for tomorrow on the bipartisan ag-labor bill that would expand the H-2A visa program to cover year-round workers and reform the wage rates. The lead sponsor of the Farm Workforce Modernization Act, Immigration Subcommittee Chairwoman Zoe Lofgren, is expected to argue for protecting the bill from significant amendments. And there are certain to be attacks on the bill from the GOP side, since the bill would provide a path to legal status for existing farm workers. The lead GOP sponsor, Washington Rep. Dan Newhouse, tells Agripulse he's working to get as much Republican support as possible in the House. He hopes that will spur the GOP-controlled Senate to take up the bill. A lot of people, GOP House members, very interested in it, he said. Now keep this in mind. The American Farm Bureau Federation has yet to endorse the bill, and Representative Ted Yoho of Florida is going to introduce a competing bill that could siphon off GOP support. Yesterday, more than 300 national, state, and local organizations sent a letter in support of the bill to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. China calls the U.S. trade talks constructive. The U.S. and China are still negotiating a partial phase one trade deal after President Trump said he had hoped to have the pact sewn up. But the talks are constructive, China's Commerce Department said in a report from China Daily. That's a state-run media outlet. Chinese Vice Premier Liu He at the behest of the White House spoke Friday with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin over the phone. Trump predicted that China will be buying forty to fifty billion dollars in U.S. agriculture commodities annually as a result of the trade pact, but details have not yet been released. DEM candidates to be grilled on organic ag. Democratic presidential candidates have been paying unusual attention to rural and agriculture issues during the campaign and a bid to win Iowa's caucuses and many of the candidates are now slated to appear at a forum focused on organic and regenerative agriculture next month near Ames, Iowa. Well, here's today's He Said It. Who in the hell designed your system? That State Senator Bill Dodd, a Democrat of Napa, sharing his frustrations over planned power shutoffs with PG&E CEO William Johnson during a lengthy joint legislative hearing yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, November 19th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.